Percy Shelley, the most famous writer and one of the greatest romantic poets in English literature, could not swim. Though he had recently been involved in a boating accident in a canal one night in which he was nearly drowned, he and several friends decided to spend the summer of 1822 sailing on the Bay of Lerici in Italy. And then, it happened. Walking along the beach to their beachfront terrace, alone one night, a figure approached him coming the opposite way. A very familiar figure. It was himself. Stunned, Shelley watched as the phantom silently pointed to the Mediterranean Sea, and then vanished. Not much long after, and shortly before his 30th birthday, Shelley died in a sailing accident, drowned in the Mediterranean Sea. So what did Percy Shelley see that night? It wasn't a ghost, because he hadn't died yet. It wasn't a look-alike. Somehow, it was him. Was it an omen? Was it another hallucination? Or was it... A, a doppelganger? Question mark? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to Paranoia Shop, and also that great theme song that sounded like Sgt. Pepper. <laughs> or a, some sort of a monster carnival. Uh, I'm I'm Aaron Walkie, and... I'm Chad Quant. Oh, so you're passing to me. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing a little pass to oh, this is a good for This is a good foreshadowing for how the rest of these podcasts <laughs> are going to go. <laughs> uh, so, th this is a podcast, as we mentioned before, called The Paranoia Shop, where we'll be discussing the supernatural... Conspiracy theories, the freaky general weirdness, and probably making fun of them all. It's like Ripley's Believe It or Not minus Dean Cain. And minus, legitimacy. Minus the store on Hollywood where tourists go there and homeless people pee in the corner. Instead, you at home are the tourists being ripped off for $15. And I am the one peeing in the corner of your mind. And, and, <laughs> of your soul. And Aaron is the weird guy in metal paint. Who stands in front of it? Like, who pretends like it'd be a robot, and the people robot, tourists man. go by there, and then he moves and goes, Hoo! and a little 13 year old girl goes, oh, and then she laughs, but she's terrified. And, and then some guy work. comes by and tries to mess with me, and that, and I can't move because I'm a robot. But, yeah. then, but then someone comes up and puts a dollar, and I just deck him out. Oh, your life is, oh, you have the saddest life. This is, the, I do. This is how the podcast works out. <laughs> so, welcome. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, you know, we, uh, Aaron wrote that short story in the beginning, didn't you? It was actually based on true events, though. Percy Shelley, yeah. which you may uh, be aware is the father of Mary Shelley, oh. uh, author of Frankenstein, okay. another interesting quasi-doppelganger story, uh, which I guess now is as good a time as any to segue, what is a doppelganger? Uh, I think a lot, a lot of us have heard the term kind of bandied about. I think it's an Irish strike breaker, right? Uh, it very well may be, but that's not. But that's not the use that we're referring to. In fact, doppelganger is uh, a quasi-mythological, fairly surprising, common recurrence where if you see a version of yourself that is identical to you, obviously it's not you. 
Um, it, there's this sense of uncanny. It's it's creepy, and it's been recorded for a long time throughout history as this incident. Whenever you see you know yourself somewhere else, like what does questions, that mean? Questions. So clarify clarifications. Yeah. Uh, uh, pod person, doppelganger. Uh, uh, Alien pod person. I would say that's more of a clone. I guess it, it, in in the right circumstance, it could be a doppelganger. Okay. Uh, long lost twin, not a doppelganger. Actual, just long lost twin, right? It, well, again, it would it might be a doppelganger until you realize that it's your twin, and then okay. in which case it would just be your twin. So basically, doppelganger is more like I'm scared. I'm scared of the doppelganger. Yes, the doppelganger I think is a symbol of the unknown. Of like, why am I seeing a version of myself? Uh, okay. You know, that's not in a mirror. Okay. All right. No, I can go with that. Uh, you know, we uh, actually, we could just talk about what are doppelgangers for a good hour, I feel like. We could just we keep could. saying that. But uh, to spare all of you guys, and also, Jesus, why would you want to listen uh, to that, is we actually wanted to try to dig in through some of our own personal uh, favorite versions of these types of paranoias or conspiracy theories per episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, I yeah, I know I picked uh, one that's very close to my heart because I don't know science or fiction or si- or, or knowledge of things. Besides pop culture, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I have one too, which is uh, something I just found from perusing uh, the internet. Before we get into those, though, I had a few very quick examples. Okay. Oh, pe- just general doppelgangers. Just, just to give people okay. an idea of doppelgangers across time. First of all, there's a really famous story called the story of uh, Emily Sag. Oh, of course, the famous story of Emily Sag. Yeah, I don't know. It was a thing that kept popping up over and over, like, oh, everyone knows this story about Emily Sag from the 19th century. By the way, you'll notice that most of these stories are going to be from the 19th century, conveniently before there were camcorders and, you know, things that could prove Oh, you mean existed. doppelgangers or just in general stuff? Doppelganger yeah. stories. I just also think everything we ever cover on this will probably also just be from a yeah. time when the internet was not around, but we'll be surprised. Emily Sag sounds like a girl you'd make fun of in middle school. Yeah. Emily, Emily Sag or Sagi. Oh. Sagay was apparently a, a like a seven year old girl in like a small school in France. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the middle of one, class one day while she was writing on the chalkboard, her exact double appeared beside her and began copying the teacher's every move as she wrote. Except Wait, what? That, except it wasn't holding any chalk. And supposedly thirteen students all witnessed this. Uh, and then it was reported at dinner the next evening. <laughs> wait, wait I don't know. were the children were the children all having their dinner together? Was it like Madeline? I think Madeline. It, it must have been like a Madeline school. Oh my god, why was why was there not a Madeline episode where there was like ghosts? I don't know. Instead of it was just like I think every Madeline episode was like, I gotta help an old lady across the street. I think yeah. that was every Madeline episode. And and the story goes on, apparently they see her a couple more times, uh, in gathering flowers and then <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, really boring. Else. If you're gonna be a doppelganger, like do more interesting shit than to answer math questions yeah. and pick flowers. Like, yeah. What's interesting with this one is that Segi herself apparently never saw her own doppelganger. It was only the other students. Hmm. But that sounds preposterous to me. That sounds like a no. This is that sounds this like a school this, prank. This is a prank. This is all that's like a, that's we're all going to give prank. we're all going to give someone a goof. We're all going to okay. tell Emily that stupid bitch Emily Segi, <laughs> seven okay. year old seven year old hoe. <laughs> Let's all just tell her we saw a double of her, and all like she's like, "What you saw?" I was like, "Oh yeah, there was another one of you we saw. She was she's scary. You should be scared." And she just freaked out and told that story to her grave. Yeah, another another really interesting instance that I came across uh, was there's a another French author, uh, uh, Guy de Maupassant. He's a very famous uh, short story author from the okay. 19th century. Uh, apparently, on his deathbed, he reportedly 
kept seeing a doppelganger of himself, like, staring at him as he was trying to write down his last short stories. And he actually wrote a short story about the sensation that was causing for him. It was called Lui, or Him. And this short story was supposedly written while his doppelganger was staring at him. This sounds like a way to sell a book. It no, does. No, I, no, no I, that, that's pretty terrifying. The whole, like, would he not just write it? Like, so right now a man is staring me while I write this story. <laughs> well, like, he wrote it. He, he was, maybe this was his way of exercising his demons. I don't know. Yeah. Or what if, like, your doppelganger gave you notes while you were writing it? Like, like oh, yeah. You think that's a really, that's a really kind of... I feel like that's kind of, that, that was a little excessive there. Maybe oh, you can... do you want, did you just use the definition of a word to set up your, your chapter? <laughs> so you're saying... Oh, that, that's a little, it's a little hacky. So you're saying his doppelganger might be his own self-consciousness. I'm just saying if I was writing something and my doppelganger was watching me write it, he would talk shit to me while I write, like, oh, really? Another another ripoff of a Joss Whedon line? Like a joke you just used from from Firefly? You can't, <laughs> you can't just write everyone as Mal, Chad. You can't, everyone can't be Mal. And and Mal can't be really good friends with a, a character named Tad Jaunt. Tad Jaunt. Uh, and also, Sonic the Hedgehog is there, and you guys all run and, around and, and get chili dogs. And you're all like, Tad, you taught me everything I know. That'd be the best if you're just writing, your doubleganger watches See, you write fan fiction, not yeah, like a serious thing. I don't think self-insertion like. fan fiction counts as doppelgangers. Okay. This but, is the short story he wrote while the doppelganger while was While the doppelganger. Okay. Imagine it's 1893. Dreaming of World War I. Uh, that's about 30 years after the fact. Dreaming of World War II. <laughs> nope. That, probably closer to uh, the sinking of the, the main that caused the Cuban-American oh, War. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry, I gotta drop a little American history. But, um... So, th- imagine you are Guy de Maupassant, y- mm-hmm. your doppelganger is staring at you on your deathbed, and you're like, I can't write this down because people think I'm crazy, so I'm just going to write it into a short story form. Oh, and so the more, short ex- story, more acceptable, yeah. So the short story yeah. is from the perspective of just a guy, the author, mm-hmm. who uh, was nervous about his wedding night or something, and then this guy just starts showing up in his house when he's asleep. Um, and, and then he just wakes up and lights the candle and he, and he sees, uh, here, I'll just read the passage. Sure. Go for it. I felt that I was alone and my, my room seemed to be more empty than it had ever been before. Perhaps rather feverish. My hands clasped behind me, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes on <laughs> okay. to, uh, I get, went, get I, to the I went in, I went in and found my fire still burning so that it lighted up the room a little. And while in the act of taking up a candle, I noticed someone sitting in my armchair by the fire, warming his feet with his back towards me. I could see nothing of my friend but his head. I saw him quite distinctly, his right arm hanging down and his legs were crossed. Who could it be? I asked myself. And so I put my hand out to touch him on the shoulder and came in contact with the back of the chair. There was no one there. The seat was empty. Wait, so it's not its not even a doppelganger, it's a ghost. It goes on, okay, and he says he gets freaked out, and then he goes and takes a walk, and goes has dinner, and comes back, and then it basically <laughs> g- gives him boring short story. It gives him an early I version. Went, I decided to go for a stroll, got some fast food. Well, you have to remember he's on his deathbed, so that's this is like wish fulfillment for him. Oh, he, he okay, can't go like, out. Yeah, okay, he can't go out and go get a, a not snack. Like, not like flop. Not like I went to go flew across the clouds. It was I went across the street and got a sandwich. I just want to have a sandwich or a my nice friend. sandwich before I die. And then he basically goes on to have like an early version of PTSD that this guy is just haunting him wherever he goes, and he says, you know. I cannot remain at home because I know he is there. I know I shall not see him again, for he will not show himself again. That is all over. But he is there all the same in my thoughts. He remains invisible. 
It is very stupid. It's dreadful. What am I to do? I cannot help it. Jerk a less that. reliable source of a doppelganger than a man on his deathbed who's seen all sorts and of yet, things. And yet, I somehow believe that more than the Emily Sage story. Well, because Emily Sage is a bitch. Yeah. Well, her but, classmates are a bitch. No, I think they... Listen, when your entire an entire class decided someone's stupid, they kind of have a point. If it's like half... No, this is like half and half. What I'm saying is if you got made fun of in elementary school by everyone, you deserved it. You had it coming. So you're saying that Emily Sagi was probably doing something really dorky. I'm saying she was being like a gross, a gross girl, like probably <laughs> okay. eating scabs or something. Or like she probably was always trying to go up to the board, answer questions when she shouldn't, when she didn't fucking know what she was talking about. And then the classmates like, we need to get her. We need to get her bad and cause emotional <laughs> turmoil. And they were all inventive <laughs> and came up with this fun short story. Oh, my God. I'm going to point all in all of these. Because here's, here's the thing. I'm... I am ruined by the internet now in that when you were reading that man about the short story about a doppelganger and it didn't go into I tried to suck my own dick like that <laughs> own thing like I'm just so used to that just being an erotic fan immediately going thing. to some weird 4chan realm well no just like that sort of like if I like I, I saw a man and he was there and he was me and I I had never looked at myself so good before and that the way that my shirt fit on my body I had to touch him and it just goes and like that's just how i Naturally. see all of those go by the way you just earned this the uh, the ma rating on the podcast i think we were clean up until that oh, point <laughs> we lasted for about like five seconds five <laughs> yeah. minutes yeah we can and, we can we can bleep it out with like a, we'll a scary organ rainbows Rainbow. just, just take that word and put it back there butter uh, fudge butter fudge the best type of fudge he sucked his own fudge he sucked his own lollipop yeah french uh, french french croissant so here's here's another interesting anecdote okay this is, this is yet another 19th century author mm -hmm. uh the famed german poet uh wolfgang von goethe you may have heard of him he wrote faust oh and that's i know that's a character in guilty gear he was apparently riding down the road uh you know going to visit a friend mm -hmm. and as he was writing he suddenly saw himself coming the other way in, the, in like a gray outfit with gold trimming on a bicycle. And he was like, I've never owned that suit. Why am I suddenly hallucinating myself in this suit? He has a problem with the suit, not the fact that there's a doppelganger. Well, both. He was just, he, he remembered it all clearly and it haunted him mm -hmm. until like nine years later, he's going down the same road and he sees himself uh, wearing the suit that he wore nine years ago. And then he looks down and he realizes he's wearing the gray suit with gold trimming that he was wearing. Like he had bought it and been wearing it and hadn't realized. Which begs the question, was he somehow seeing himself from across time? Yeah, see, that, that's actually my favorite way to always interpret any sort of doppelganger or like my personal theory is mm -hmm. if I ever see someone like someone be like, oh, I, I, it's like a very popular thing now. Like I, I just ran into you like 10 year year older you like I was like it could just be future me it could be yeah. time traveling me like 12 monkeys or something yeah 12, spoiler yeah, alert that's what there's about time travel. like i could totally if time travel is possible i could totally be like go back and like oh i remember when i had hope i remember <laughs> when i when i loved a girl and like and, and you just watch from afar like you know you can't interrupt because you already know how back to the future time streams so would that be the work. equivalent of just like a really sad soap opera in the future like like that's entertainment to go back and look at the best times of your life from a distance and just pine. It'd be a type of nostalgia days. for sure. There's, there's definitely would be like a time traveling rental tourist system where like you're allowed to go back to stuff, go back to stuff where you can't interact with anything like really dangerously, but like you could go back and live like, so, uh, 
you could go back to the 80s and just like you're allowed to go to like one arcade and just like with like a roll of quarters and go go nuts go nuts in here <laughs> and just play around you can't can't talk to anyone can't kiss any girl but like if you want to just you know play some old pac-man with all these other kids and act like yeah. and do you really and like you can escape to these like little isolated pockets where they know they won't I, I hurt fantasized you. about that and I've occasionally turned around real quick to see if I could see someone who looked like an older version of me yeah or maybe just to see if there are you know people that are taking a specific interest in me in case they are tourists like oh this is what Aaron was like before he became the world changing oh you're, you're yeah you're <laughs> thinking like in a very narcissistic yeah. tourists will come back to see you before you became the dictator tyrant that you were yeah and they just they wanna, shot down and had to murder like historians time traveling historians, historians would come back and go like oh look at him look at him go look at him buying that trader joe's he's just eating uh some frozen shitty sushi and that's yeah mall. He's going to shit, maybe that's what it was maybe that's what it was maybe that's what yeah. motivated him. if he had died of eating that sushi to we kill, wouldn't have had world war to four. weirdly kill all the italians i wonder if that's why he liked sushi so much like he blamed like that, you just start to make re- these weird reaches, but like, like, and, and you just say, like, Aaron, like, you, you look around, like, really, like, present, you just, like, you hear your name. <laughs> every time you ever, every time you ever think you hear your name means time travelers from the future went, are watching you somewhere in the crowd yeah. and quietly trying to observe you, like, and go I think to the that, movies. I'm pretty sure that just means that all paranoid schizophrenics are correct. Like, they're not crazy. No. They're, they're all of they, people they of importance in the future. In an alternate timeline. Oh yeah, that could also be oh that'd be also kind of crazy. That's actually kind of an interesting sci fi. To concept. go back to go back to uh another timeline to see what could have been of another mm-hmm. person like uh Animorphs, the great popular yeah. like this time when they God, Animorphs got really off the rails really quick. But at one point they go time traveling back to World War Two. Really? Yeah, dude, time Animorphs gets weird. <laughs> uh Dan Worsens, in case you don't know, is a book where uh, to fight aliens, a group of young teens get a hold of some other alien technology that allows them to transform into any animal they touch, basically. Yeah. So, like, for two hours at a time, they can turn into a falcon or a walrus or an ant. Not really that exciting, but they just use it to infiltrate. It's kind of really boring when you think about it, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm a tiger. But when you're fighting aliens, and at one point they go back in time, and it's, like, halfway through there in World War II, just, like, trying to killed nazis but there's like bears they just turn into bears and eat nazis mm-hmm. kind of great they just notice that like hitler is one of the vehicle drivers like he's like a low rent uh assistant or like a like a lieutenant right. somewhere in and an they army kill him they, they argue over killing him it's like deep time travel discussion because like, rachel the very aggressive like warrior goes like we should it's hitler we should kill Hitler, and everyone's like we can't kill right. hitler but we don't know yet. He's just a nice guy. Likes to paint right now. So she, what was she? Just turn into a hawk and claw his eyes out, or they something? They should have done something. They should have just blinded him. I feel like that would make him a more aggressive dictator. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, we're getting anyway. way off topic. No, unless we're going back in time to view yourself as Johong. I like that theory a lot, did. though. That is a concept called bilocation. What do you mean? Which is literally the act. It's not that you're seeing some supernatural creature that's taken your form, a la a pod person. Okay. But rather, you are seeing literally yourself somehow projected into another time and space. That's interesting, because my general fear of doppelgangers is always something that's trying to take me away. Like some sort of replace me or is more sinister. Like it might be, but it's a dark version of me. I never think of like, if 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 I think doppelganger, I don't think... Friendly version of me that just wants to say hello. It's always like a uh, insidious, right? And a good portion of the mythology is talking about doppelgangers as if they are bad omens. Like if you see a, a doppelganger, it means that something bad is going to happen to you. 
here's here's one point I kind of want to uh, put into is uh, I noticed this because I, I took a photo of my uh, had a photo of myself taken today and I noticed every time I look at a photo of myself I look different to myself in photos than when I do in a mirror like this idea of yeah. your own perception of yourself in your mind be it like bad body image be it like mm-hmm. overconfidence I think you actually do when you look in the mirror you're seeing a different visual image of yourself it's the same idea when you hear your voice on a recording mm-hmm. and you're like oh my voice like sounds we're different doing right now like right now listening to it like on a voicemail so i wonder if a, if you think you see a doppelganger if you're really just seeing someone who looks kind of like you but in your mind they look like what you think they look like you understand what i'm saying like like yeah. i might see uh 1990s david hasselhoff walking down the street he's like i think it's my doppelganger that's, that's my doppelganger right here. The guy, my doppelganger is on Baywatch. I freak out because in my mind, I am a burly-chested, hairy, German pop star. Uh, interesting you should mention mirrors, though, because I actually have a story of Abraham Lincoln Oh, please tell me Abraham Okay, all right. Uh, hit me out with uh, this Abraham Lincoln story. It, apparently, it haunted Lincoln towards the end of his days through the, the long winter. On the eve of his election win, looking into a bureau mirror across the room, he saw himself full length, but with two faces, one paler than the other. What? He mixed in the election excitement and tried to forget, but he couldn't. And then it showed up again. Lincoln told his wife about it, and he later tried to make the illusion come back, and it worked. Whoa. Whoa. Wait. Hey, hey, uh, Mary. Hold on a second. I know you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but so you're saying that Lincoln may have driven his wife. I didn't think he driven her, drove her crazy with, with his dark game. magic, <laughs> his dark mirror magic, or she <laughs> was crazy and maybe she was getting over it. Like maybe she's been she's been going through all of that over time. Like and Abraham was like, Mary, I know you're mentally stable, unstable right now, but come on, come in here, come in, come in here. Hold on a second. Oh, booga, booga, booga. <laughs> and, and, then, then two, and then he lifts up his shirt and there's another like Lincoln another head underneath face. the shirt. And she just goes, oh, God. And, and, she, and, she and just, then everyone's just like, oh, poor Abraham oh, Lincoln. Oh, poor Lincoln. Just suffered with his crazy wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apparently his wife saw it and said that it was a sign that he would be elected to a second term. Uh, and then, what? of course, he was elected to a second term. He pushed through the 13th Amendment and then was assassinated. Wait, 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 wait. Is this claim of abraham lincoln's like backed up like we know abraham lincoln believed he saw or is this like according a myth to the that story lincoln... confirmed by mary todd lincoln crazy mary todd okay so abraham and, lincoln is a dark mage and, that is all that means and <laughs> private secretary john hay who was i think his gay lover what oh is this like log cabin republic is that what I, no no that's not what I well promise. well maybe that's right I, but no it's, it, that's been pretty well documented that he he certainly slept with his secretary why is neither of these things in lincoln the steven spielberg movie because well, there I actually w- is you there's a scene where he's like asleep and then his secretary's lying next to him and, and then, they just and lincoln spooning. wakes up and then john hayes like are you okay <laughs> and then he just rolls away he's like oh yeah like, like, like sorry my it was just my my dark oh there was that oh okay, right, there was that scene in congress where lincoln had to like close a dimensional portal yeah and battle a hell demon summoned by tommy lee jones yeah and then uh oh that's right that's right okay it's up. It's up. He's, it and was right after the 13th amendment passed and he closed it and then the uh, portal to hell the opened. demon of racism burst through. yeah and the racist democrats were like no what have you done no yeah yeah the, uh, leap leap pace or whatever his dumb name is from pushing daisies summoned yeah. a racism demon <laughs> and he came through and, and abraham lincoln's like all right guess we gotta do this shit again and then fought him with a fiery like astral sword <laughs> i like that wow lincoln is 
gets cooler every time. I actually like that story better than that stupid Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. Oh, God. I like it better of him just being a dark mage fighting his evil duplicate. Or fighting the demon of racism. <laughs> With which his evil duplicate. I imagine it's just a, like an old, old white man. With like whips for arms, Probably. I want to draw. I want to start drawing that. <laughs> whips for arms, and then just in my middle school notebook. Oh yeah, by, yeah, pages of Bible pinned to him, and just like th- three balls and no dick. I don't know why. For some reason, I feel like that's important. <laughs> Once again, three fudges. Three fud. Three fud. Wait, no, no, no. Let's three lollipop squares. Three three lemon squares. Three and, lemon squares and no plate and no plate to put them on. Darn it. Oh, darn. What a demon I that guy is. I hate black people because I have all these lemon squares. Says the racist demon, not says the, Chad. Says, says the racism demon. Not Chad. Okay, anything else besides? I don't know if you can top Abraham Lincoln as a racist demon. No, I de- think that we should it's- probably cap it there. But that gives you a sense of kind of the range of the weird doppelganger occurrences that have been documented over the course of uh, the last 200 years. Well, um, right. Yeah, that's. I think that's over the last two. But let's, if I may. Yeah. I, I actually, the one I brought, and I think I told you a little okay. bit about is. You want to go first? Yeah, I want to go first because uh, modern day, I want to jump into, I want to show, it's not just old timey wishy-washy doppelgangers. There's some hip, young, new, modern doppelgangers okay. hitting the streets these days. Well, let's, uh, let's set the mood a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. You All got right. a music soundboard thing? Yeah. Okay. I'm really kind of worried about this. What is this? It's like, oh, okay. I thought it was like beautiful. I thought there was a song, Had a Bad Day for a Second. <laughs> I thought you were going to start putting that. All right. So, th- I, I don't have a story. I'm just going to explain it to you. Well, say it in a spooky way. Okay. There was a man who was known for partying hard and rocking with his long hair and a dingy white shirt. Andrew W.K. Still popular to this day, but very bigger, more in the 2000s. And his hit single, Party Hard, and We Like to Party... And I love New York City, and she is beautiful. <laughs> Andrew WK has possibly been a doppelganger, or has several doppelgangers working under the assumption or the identity of Andrew WK for the past five to six years. It started around 2004. I was not planning on doing this voice this entire time. That's fine. As <laughs> you do this, started around 2004, 2005, when people started to notice that Andrew WK started to look different. Either he gained weight changed his facial hair. He started to come to shows, and people were pretty sure that's not Andrew WK. He acted strange. Uh, I'm not I'm going to abandon that for a second. Well, the, you, you out-talked the I music. I out-talked so. the song. Suck it, scary music. So the general idea is that Andrew WK, uh, whose full name is Andrew Wilkes Cryer, I believe is how you say it, you pronounce it, Yeah. Uh, is has become this kind of performance art thing where there might have been an original Andrew WK but now there are just people pretending to be him at shows and public appearances. Mm-hmm. So, they, is, so they found a lookalike or a doppelganger. Or a doppelganger, which, to be fair, for Andrew W.K., pretty easy to find people that look like Andrew W.K. You could get, yeah. just get most guys He's just a slightly in a mall, doughy white guy Slightly doughy white guy with hair. facial hair, stringy hair, facial hair, dirty, white shirt, white pants. I think you'll get away with it. Uh, there's like a few people I could just make look like that from like gas stations. Yeah, and people that work at GameStops just you could just make look Andrew WK if you just gave them money, sing along. I mean, it's not even like you you could play along with the piano, but you could pretend very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so the conspiracy seemed to get stuck, uh, kicked off specifically around like 2004 uh, or 2005 at a specific party where it was, it was one of those things where like it's just like a general 
complaint you might have made about him. But the idea is that at this uh, college radio show, he showed up and like did not uh, did not talk to anyone. It's, just, it's yeah, it's so dumb because it just started off out of nowhere. It's like people just started to point it out. But it's all traced back to like a, a a college radio show where he just did the show for free, but he wouldn't like talk to anyone. And it's told by like the college DJs that booked the show. Mm-hmm. People there. He came out. Everyone just kind of like, why? Is, who is this guy? This isn't Andrew W. Okay. <laughs> and then he left the show by like, covering himself in like a hoodie, like much like a Michael Jackson would. And then left and only wanted to be paid for like a, a plane ticket and like the cost of transportation. Didn't even ask for a lot of stuff. Could have just been uh, like an imposter. It could have been like a Gallagher. Yeah, it could have been thing. anyone. And I should reference for uh, not at all a conspiracy theory, but like Gallagher, uh, the watermelon comedian <laughs> slash, watermelon, <laughs> slash political slash commentator, racist slash guy who both these people who performed at the uh, dark car- dark carnival. Yes, the Juggalo gathering. Juggalo, the Juggalo thing. Gathering but of like, the Juggalos. The Juggalo, uh, or uh, Gallagher had a brother uh, that went under Gallagher too. Uh, I'm trying to remember how it worked, but he's basically like, right, he couldn't, he started to perform as Gallagher at comedy shows at, at the height of Gallagher's career. Yeah. And collect the paychecks. And like Gallagher and Gallagher too had this kind of like understanding for a while that that could happen. This is kind of like, and you just have dumb dumb midwestern people who didn't know any better because you would just assume it's gallagher right. we go to see a show and like it's gallagher but then as gallagher became less popular there was actually a following out because sometimes gallagher too was actually booking bigger gigs than the original gallagher was pretending to be gallagher yeah and so that now gallagher no longer talks to his brother because his doppelganger was trying to take over his life which is incredibly sad yeah so so the answer to be kidding it gets a little interesting in that uh, if it was just, you know, an idea of a rock star who has people doing their public appearances, which I assume happens a lot. I assume it happens a lot more than it actually does. There's like totally just far off stage shows where if you're smart with your cameras, you can always just have an imposter or like a lookalike just sing along to your music. Yeah. And get away with a lot of stuff. Like I mean, they have appearances. Th- yeah, there are. There's a whole world of celebrity impersonators who do just that. Yeah. So the the, the factors for this one makes it a little interesting is that there's a, a, a name, Steve Mike, which is listed as a producer on Andrew WK's first major album. Yeah. This is a producer, but no one knows who Steve Mike is. So some people think Steve Mike is Andrew WK's like real name. Oh, interesting. Like the personality who he is. Or Steve Mike might be the person that became Andrew WK and like took over for it. Oh, okay. And and Andrew WK has been very kind of like elusive about this. Like he's clearly probably had fun with it at this point. No matter what, Andrew WK's, yeah. I love it, by the way, first of all, love Andrew WK's music. It's really fun. It's just yes. genuinely fun rock music. And he kind of embodies that like Tenacious D type thing where they're serious about it, but they're also making fun of themselves a lot. You can never yeah. really tell. Uh, I could see him hearing about this dumb conspiracy theory and just running with it and trying to hint on it. Mm-hmm. And there are some, he does look different. But gaining weight does a lot to a person's face and features. It does. It stretches you out. Stretches you out. Oh man, it's just uh, makes you all gross. Big old, big old sausage. Just the skin. So, being- so Andrew WK was ascent- was uh, claiming, "Hey guys, cut it out. It's not actually a doppelganger. I just put on some weight and got older." He but he'd also but he'd also just say like weird things like, "You know, the identity is whoever I want to be, man." Like he's just just saying those kind of like weird general things that make you go, yeah. like, "Wait, did you just admit to it?" or or what are you doing? And, and, a, and a strange thing happened where uh, Andrew K went went away for a while. His career was just kind of no. I think he was bigger in Japan because he had an album that came out in Japan like in 2006 and didn't come out into like the U.S. until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album was published on uh, his own indie record label, and then the record label like got into legal disputes, and they changed his record label name. I could look up was like uh, 
something very generic like windmill rec- windmill records and they changed through through legal process changed the record label that published this album to steve mike they changed it to oh, steve mike and it obviously upset him as if some <laughs> sort of like fuck you some sort of from the studios to be like who knows what that means it means the studios just being like Listen, we know we know you're just we know you're not really. So we're gonna change your name to Imposter, or like change the, like yeah. the album name to like you're not the real entry case. What they could have just done, very strange, like very kind of weird, and how he just let it go. And there's pictures of like I honestly uh, I could kind of see it. There's also people who kind of think that Dave Grohl is Andrew BK at some point, or that Steve Whoa. Mike might be Dave Again, Grohl. Again, that just ties into the generic looking guy. for it. Yeah, but it, the the famous album cover for I Get Wet, where it's it's him with a bloody nose supposedly mm-hmm. hit himself, himself with a brick until the blood came down for the photo shoot yeah. so like, i think that's dave grohl and it kind of looks like dave grohl but also looks like every grungy guy ever mm-hmm. so it's hard to tell and this idea that like there might be an- multiple Andrew K's or some weird level to it is he was he replaced i mean the, there's a difference in Andrew K's too that's the other thing there's like different personas oh in terms of just what was like the same first look but just like the first the idea of this Andrew like, K when he first came out like very much like a rock caricature headbanging mm-hmm. very much like rock anthem music and then his next album came out as the chance start happened it was like more like kind of piano ballads and now Andrew K like host destroy build destroy on cartoon network like a reality series yeah or for mythbusters for kids for cartoon network and, and uh, he has a weird tie to Taco Bell. This is what I am aware of. Oh, yeah. Like, he has some unofficial sponsorship with Taco Bell. And I've only put this together because he was part of a strange Yahoo web series where it was, like, about fun bands. And the first episode was about Andrew WK. It's, like, these fake characters. They're just mm-hmm. all hanging out with, like, so it was a weird, weird way to promote music. And, and Andrew WK's entire plot was Andrew WK has a legendary black car. That's right unlimited taco bell like the entire plot <laughs> revolved around him having like that was the fun story idea and 10 minutes of the 20 minute show is them just going to taco bell and eating a bunch of like fourth meals and hanging out I was like that's strange that seems like product placement for taco bell it definitely and then, sounds like weirdly placement. enough uh so this is deep youtube there's a, a very cool gaming channel called did you know gaming mm-hmm. that does like deep inside knowledge of video games uh for a parody another youtube channel called Silvermania did did you know taco bell it was just actually interesting facts about Taco Bell, but they were able to get Andrew WK to narrate that episode mm-hmm. beca- for free because Andrew WK is apparently a big fan of Taco Bell. So this is saying so what you're hinting at is that this is something that Andrew WK would never do, but Steve Mike, Steve, yeah, Steve gladly Mike or sold whatever, out. or the new Andrew WK or whatever might have sold out. Yeah. The real Andrew WK might be tied up somewhere, or or the other theory that's very popular is. Like that, maybe Andrew, like Steve, Mike, Andrew K, or Andrew Wilkes Kiker, or whatever his mm-hmm. name was, is was a. Did I just say racial slur? I think it's just a racial slur. I'm saying <laughs> Andrew Wilkes Kike uh, was like maybe a dance kid or doing a different music, and he had to do this rock album to blow up, and now he's just trying to reinvent himself. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him do really interesting stuff. You could, you should look up a YouTube video of him at the Gathering of the Juggalos, just dancing around yeah. as kids boo him. <laughs> Very interesting soul that you could see spraying him down with Fago like a fire hose. Yeah, and you, the, the the best theory I've made up so far is that Taco Bell got you into Andrew WK. Oh, like, Andrew WK came into a Taco Bell, <laughs> and they, and some some young general manager was like, was like "Wait, we, just, got him. we got him!" And they just and they chloroformed <laughs> him with a bunch of Taco Bell wrappers, just old taco. They just didn't even use spicy chloroform. sauce or just like Baja. They used Mountain Dew Baja yeah. Blast, just then concentrated, th- and threw him in the ground beef bin, or just yeah, just took him out. And put in a new Taco Bell pod person. 
made out of ground beef <laughs> and uh, and weird guacamole carne and carne asada and sour cream and he's now exists to subtly infiltrate america's youth and pitchfork with taco bell <laughs> is my is my personal theory and i think that should be the new theory for nwk i like that there are a couple similar concepts of uh of fa- famous uh figured musicians supposedly dying or like right. the most famous one obviously is the paul is dead theory mm-hmm. which is uh in not supposedly this is how, how the story goes in 1963 paul mccartney uh got into a car accident that was fatal and panicked his record producers found the number one uh beatles cover band uh, guy who happened to look like Paul McCartney slightly gave him intense plastic surgery <laughs> and then had him take him. over at, on behalf of the Beatles and then went on to be Paul McCartney for the majority of uh, what became their transformative run all the way you when, know, do you know when do you know when Paul had the accident like that was like after that was like most after the breakup right that was like near around wings no if it was 64 that would have been at the beginning the of their career was in 64 that's what they're claiming which if that's that means, the case that means the Paul, I don't care yeah that means the Paul we have is was the way imposter. better than the old one like what's like, so the original Paul McCartney had like two songs there was like help maybe and yeah. that was it and then the new like helter skelter yeah and then the new one was like i'm going to transform the face of music with penny lane yeah where the the imposter is better than the original source that'd be like that'd be like if someone took over like infiltrated the president and did a better job like someone was able to do the plot of gi joe rise of cobra where they infiltrate the president with yeah with many faces or whatever his they name infl- is they infiltrate the president but then the president does a, does a great better job. job does a like, much not, better job he's not evil at all and the evil terrorist organization is like dude we we told you to to up like inflation gas prices need to be 50 dollars a gallon and then he was just like i want to help the poor and i, I found out how to do, do it you know what do you know how low this country's education is do you know how low it is and like i don't know it could be lower I was like, i'm, no, re- it can I'm go refashioning higher. our infrastructure to be more like the netherlands yeah you're welcome I was like, okay thank you evil president clone oh here okay oh, hey, hey uh cobra would you like some water while you're here in the white house like okay thank you imposter Obama. i was like did you like it it's uh it's mud water that i ran through this free water filter that i built i used my <laughs> my president powers to make that happen yeah now every third world country has free water you're welcome and, and his favorite music is andrew wk and the beatles and he's just like the best part is like oh we oh you fucked this up and then everyone's <laughs> okay with imposter like that's, this that's real- exactly what the paul is dead thing is implying and there's people obsessed with it and there's a documentary that a fake documentary it has to be fake that just came out like a year ago that supposedly found the lost cassette tapes that george harrison recorded shortly before what? he died of cancer where it was him just explaining the whole thing and confessing to paul mccartney being replaced by a clone and i have ho- not heard these well, what's hilarious is if you actually listen to the tapes, it's the worst Beatles impression you could ever hear. Like it sounds like they were doing an <laughs> impression of someone Ringo. trying to be George Harrison. Like, oi, I heard Paul it was just started like, a call it was accident. Like, hey, it was 1964. And, then, and it sounds like Ringo, and they're claiming that it's <laughs> George. No, I, I like it was just like not even the right accent. Like, like, oh my, oh 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 no, George was. I am George Harrison. Oh, Paul had a car accident. <laughs> I found oh, these tapes. I found his body. We're blowing the lid off. I don't know this what thing. accident. I, it was Indian for a second, and now Indian it's like to just kind of like now it's like the, the fat kid from Willy Wonka that <laughs> yeah. fell in the chocolate. Oh, oh Augustus! No, Augustus! Oh, yeah, Augustus. oh, you stuck in the pie, George Harrison. <laughs>
<laughs> but yes, that was the that was supposedly the deep throat of the Paul is dead phenomenon and, was and these you, fake tapes. And, that, and you have uh, obviously well, there's not even doppelganger, just Tupac. That's a different. We always go in the idea like do, like Tupac is alive. People see him around forever. Yeah, uh, which is. That's that's might be a totally different one we should talk about. There's there's like video I've seen and pictures of the Tupac autopsy videos and stuff, which uh-huh. is always my favorite one. It looked really good. They looked like real real, and the the point I was like the 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 smoking gun was uh Tupac still alive or this guy because the autopsy his thug life tattoo was not on his stomach, like oh. the tattoo was gone. So are they saying that they? Of this, that Tupac would still be alive, or maybe there's a clone version. That's or actually maybe probably tat- just means so and so still alive. Might be or different. the tattoo is fake. Tattoo is fake. Oh, oh God, no! Tupac's real. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac was in nothing but trouble, along with the rest of his band. <laughs> Tupac would not. Tupac is real to the world. The Dan Aykroyd movie. The Dan Aykroyd movie, which Chevy Chase and a weird. Try to bring up as much as possible. I love talking about nothing but trouble. Yeah. And Tupac shows up with new edition or whatever his band was called. There's also another celebrity replacement. Who? Which was uh, Megan Fox. No. They're now, oh, they're no. now claiming Megan Fox because if you look at pictures yeah, of Megan yeah. Fox when she was like 16, she looks like a normal girl. No, yeah. But I mean, that's. And then like two years that's later. That's clearly her getting some work done. Yeah, it's plastic surgery. Which <laughs> is a shame. Which is a real shame when you can see, like, God, this not to become a celebrity gossip podcast, but when you see like Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. like, oh, mean girls just wanted to tear that up. Just wanted, yep. to, wanted to plow that field. And then when she suddenly has a deluge of drugs running through her liver and kidneys and uh, her face wrinkling up and the amount of work added on to it. yeah it's it's just it's it's just the saddest thing it's so rarely maybe maybe the answer to this is when it is good you don't notice but there's so mostly ninety eight percent of the time plastic surgery just ruins a person's face it turns them into puffy tiger people oh it's a it's a bum it's a bummer it's a real bummer and so yeah I, <laughs> Megan Fox is imposter yeah I don't know like. I feel like people are. That's the thing is like you would say an imposter when someone might need the like the raw talent to pa- pass something else on, but like Megan Fox is there to be pretty, is there to be a, a lust right. object, not there for like to be witty or like her dying legion of fans. You know what I mean? Like I don't think there's people like wouldn't go see a movie because it doesn't have Megan Fox in it, as opposed to whoever the next hot piece of tail is in mm-hmm. movies like. Paul McCartney gets people going like, oh yeah, if Paul's dead, the Beatles are over. Like even if they're only early on, or right. or like Tupac is like, yeah, maybe we can replace Tupac and like still have the hip hop, you know, California love still go on. But like Megan Fox, if Megan Fox is not around anymore, everyone's like, all right, who that's else the do end I? of the Megan Fox franchise. That's the end of the Megan Fox franchise. Okay, who else? What? Who else is another desperate? Good. Megan Fox is gone. We have. To, if she's dead, we now have an excuse to get a new girl for this franchise and everyone's okay with her like mm-hmm. we can replace her on transformers 2 or th- on 4 and no one cares because she's dead yeah but they could have easily replaced her with another actress too yeah exactly like like without having to make it megan fox if she's hot like they did in transformers right. 3 exactly so there's that that happens all the time in movies there's no reason for them to to, to replace her with a clone oh my god guys fabio fabio died in a terrible fire accident I thought he died need... when a goose hit him in the face. Maybe. He died what? That happened. A goose Fabio, hit him in the face? Fabio oh, was okay. on a roller coaster and a goose hit him in the that face. That was God saying, you've flown too high to the sun, Fabio. I need to strike <laughs> you down. But like, Fabio's dead. Oh, we need someone to model our erotic fantasy novels more. Or we need uh, someone to do, I can't believe he's not butter. You would just get another hot guy. You wouldn't yeah. say like, 
oh, there's another strapping guy with like an open shirt we can use to pretend to be like a, a field hand. Well, guys, the whole attractive men and women that whole in, in media the is entire, over. The entire fancy German yeah. fake knight thing. So, in conclusion, Megan Fox being replaced by another person who takes on her identity makes no freaking sense. No, that one's that seems like a that seems like a rough one. Out of all of these, I say Megan yeah. Fox is still Megan Fox, and Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie is going to be dumb. So, Aaron, did you bring you brought like something else you wanted? To, I did. To I hit? brought my own little mystery. Okay, you've already brought most of the mystery well, this I, is 80 percent Aaron mystery i brought like you know a bunch of little anecdotes but this is one one i thought we could dig into a little bit okay imagine a world where you're rummaging through your grandfather's belongings and in the bottom of a trunk of old pictures you find a photograph the photograph seems strangely familiar. In the face, a man holding an old squirrel hunting rifle, wearing a top hat, maybe a, a three-piece sh- suit, gold watch. You realize, you know that face. You've seen that face before. It's the face of Nicolas Cage. What? That's what? right. <laughs> what? That's right. There's a vast conspiracy going on. Oh, wherein, yeah. wherein the Illuminati has been secretly harvesting and cloning the same ruling class over the course of millennia, including Nicolas Cage, especially Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas also, Cage. Also seen in this coterie of the ruling elite, Jay Z in 1930s Harlem. What? He is also apparently worth cloning. Wait, so, alright, what? Are you still doing your silly story? What is happening? Uh, Jay-Z? That's probably good, hang on. Jay-Z is in the 1930s? <laughs> Jay-Z in 1930s Harlem. Uh, Nicolas Cage as an immortal vampire. Uh, I've seen those pictures. Yeah. Uh, there's also Barack Obama as Akhenaten, the Egyptian pharaoh, and his sense. wife, uh, in Crete. But there's just like those are just mosaic pictures. It wouldn't even look like Obama. There's apparently some footage of Obama touring a pyramid, in which he looks at a hieroglyph and there's a face and it has like ears that are sticking out and he goes, "Oh, huh, that, that that looks like me." Hey, there's hey, me. Uh, that, uh, that's me. That's that's me up there. He's got my got my ears. Got my ears. I, and uh, and I'm then not, I'm not immortal. The conspiracy theory people went nuts. Like Obama lets it slip. Hey, uh, gotcha. Well, I think, would Obama not know, or would Obama? I think Obama knew, and then was like, in his supreme arrogance, as this forever cloned ruling class alien reptoid or whatever. Yeah, that's a different one. He he, uh, he definitely killed uh, an assistant for bringing the tour by that picture. He was like, right, bring me around the east bank of the pyramid. Don't want to go by that, that mural. Don't ask me about. It. I, don't uh, ask me about that. That's certainly not me. Uh, there's a. But I also infin- can't deny in, in, it being me on my uh, chest. And, so uh, there's this there's, so there's this vast conspiracy on the internet of people who have just finding old photos and like, making comparisons with contemporary photos of celebrities in approximately the same position. And actually, there's a really funny YouTube scroll that I'll pull up that that we can watch, uh, which is good because good because this is a video podcast. Yeah, well, we can describe what's going by. No, we'll have happening. to find. Well, we'll have to wait. We'll have to put these up somewhere. We'll find these. Yeah. 
Don't play your loud. Don't play your loud YouTube music. But I already got a, already got a strong already got a strong theory for why this is. Okay. Well, the the title of this video, if you want to watch it at home, is Illuminati clones, reincarnation, past lives, lookalikes, time travelers, and so. Basically, it's just a scroll of, like... Steven Seagal looking Seagal. not at all like a fat man from the past. And then the, I think that's Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, that's... uh, These are these are people who would not be... Cl- Jay, Jay Leno. Leno. That doesn't even look like Jay <laughs> Leno. That's just a, a... No, it doesn't. A giant man. Oh, uh, there's Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney as, as a man who looks... That looks Paul like, McCartney is, looks like... That's the same picture of a man who looks Pat like... Isn't Boone? Like probably. Old- okay, that's kind of great. There's a picture of... Uh, we should not be describing pictures Egyptian right now. Egyptian bust. Yeah, we, look at these... What we're talking about. So here's my theory... But this completely, but I will say some of these celebrities would not be of the rule. Like I could understand a few just the best people in the world, like the best, like Michael Jackson. If you said he's from a long line of DNA that's regenerated over and over again as clones, yeah. because there's something there's something in that mind that creates music. Like mm-hmm. and he was in 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 the 1800s, he invented all of the great songs before they were recorded, like all all of the great blues standards that were just lost to time, right? To whoever's credit. Michael Jackson, Michael, clone, clone Michael Jackson. But wouldn't you just be able to say that if you believed, I've seen like the pictures of like, Nicolas Cage that looks exactly like Nicolas Cage, or Keanu Reeves has that same thing, like Keanu Reeves looks like he's immortal. Wouldn't you also be able to argue that theoretically their DNA is just super potent? Like their genetic structure has something in it that overrides recessive facial, eyes, hair, and everything, like whoever they mate with. Uh-huh. So you're just going to always have like... The, the features of Nicolas Cage are always going to be strong. Yeah. Like, it just, it just, no matter who he impregnates with his Cage seed, it would just look will like look Nicolas a very Cage. Much, like, will look mostly like Nicolas Cage than the, the female for all time, female or male. And just it carries over through lenders. It's, like, it's just like a. So you're suggesting that these, these people aren't clones, but they're ancestors. I'm saying they're just ancestors. Like, I'm saying that their DNA spunk mm-hmm. is the equivalent of. A red T-shirt in the laundry that just takes over everything and just rubs off and stays through while it's everything else is just stained by the the cage gene. By the way, uh, just as a quick aside, uh, the website where I found this is a website called GodlikeProductions.com, Good. which I have come across numerous times from many crazy conspiracy theories. Are uh, they the ones that are pushing these conspiracy theories? Or are they just they the ones just? That- it's an open forum of okay. open-minded people. They bring them up uh, as if they're just common and knowledge. And say, hey, what if J. Edgar Hoover... Not, no, was- not what if. It's, oh, I think this t- this conspiracy theory ties in with that one. So it's like, oh, obviously J. Edgar Hoover is a reptoid, but maybe that, that it might also be tied in with the reincarnation plot. But here's Elizabeth Taylor with a bunch of eggs. Maybe yeah. they're reptile For instance, eggs. the thread that this was found in says, have you ever noticed that some public figures and celebrities seem to look identical to other people and sometimes people from history? And then... Uh, they're like not doppel- doppelgangers, but unaging demon vampires. And Wait, then, what? <laughs> and then someone says, "LOL, this is one of the most absurd conspiracy theories I've ever read here." And then she replies, "FYI, I don't subscribe to reincarnation, but I most certainly subscribe to alien involvement and cloning." Now men are keeping the procedure going since the school. Wait, so so reincarnation way out of line, but aliens taking humans and making clone and versions of humans, obviously. So she's more of a. She's no, that's fine. She's a scientist. She believes yes. in in aliens and cloning and DNA replication, but reincarnation, like that's the gods. And then the that's person, her fools. And the person replies back, 
I'm not insulting. I simply don't buy this alien theory. I'd rather believe in reincarnation than green dudes flying their spaceships around. <laughs> That's who we want to listen to this, I think. I yeah. think we want these people to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Conspiracy theory Those, those wing nuts. Those, no, those hardworking Americans with their money to spend and who are their patronage is very much appreciated on this podcast. Yes. So let's maybe kind of circle this back around. Why, okay. Uh, why doppelgangers at all? Is my question. Why do we? Why do we as a society think doppelgangers exist, or why, what would be their purpose? Why do? We, why do we think they exist? Why does it keep coming up over and over again? I think we're narcissists. Maybe. Like I think it's an idea of uh, this is obviously not a thought out process, but like I think there's instead of us imagining like a, a different fantastical being that means to hurt us or take our place or or is more important than us, it's kind of like I'm so important. Of course, some other thing would want to replace me. Like, yeah, no, there's definitely something narcissistic about it to assume that there's a creature that out there that even cares that you exist, let alone wants your shitty life. I have a Kinko's club card (laughs) with twenty dollars credit on it, and a monster would love to get it. Yeah, would love to get their slimy little hands on it. So you stay away, monsters. I will make as many copies and prints as I want. Yeah, I, I cannot think of anybody who would want my life. (laughs) (laughs) I think. No, no one, no one would. If they had the ability to doppelgang anybody, why would they want to commute for forty-five minutes in traffic and have to eat salads instead of delicious steaks? Oh steak man, you, you want to doppelgang someone with like a high metabolism? Yeah, preferably like famous, but not too famous, like so they can enjoy their life. You want like a, you want like a Joe Pantoliano. You want to doppelgang Joe, the guy Cipher from the Matrix. <laughs> I don't know. You want to doppelgang him because Joe Pantoliano. I think that's his name. You want to doppelganger yeah. him so you can give him his, his reliable money, live his life, get some get some hot trim, as much as Joe Pantleona wants, because everyone wants to get with Cypher. And just like, yeah, you know what? I'm look kind of, I look kind of like a rat man, but it's fine. I got a comfortable life. I can go to I can go down to the grocery store and no one bothers me. Not too much. That's who you want to doppelgang. There is a possible scientific explanation for this, I will say. Okay. That has nothing to do with creatures out to replace you. In Nature magazine in 2006, they were doing a study where they stimulated the uh, left temporal junction of the human brain, which is a, a little region that's kind of like your back left corner of your brain. And when they stimulated it, people saw doppelgangers of themselves. Suddenly just around? Appeared. Yeah, they just appeared and like stood there, looked at them, uh, and then when they stopped stimulating it with electricity, they disappeared. Are they just prodding it with an like electric stick? Pretty much. Or they might be using magnets, I don't know. Magnets, yeah. Magnets, bro. So what that part of the brain does is that it plays a crucial role in self-distinction, like being able to distinguish yourself from other people. Okay. And it also plays a role in theory of mind, which is your ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes. So but is and when this experiment happened... Were they seeing people just appear out of nowhere, or were they becoming doppelgangers? Like, were the scientists experimenting on them in front of their eyes becoming doppelgangers? I think they them? just saw someone else suddenly become them, so they could no longer okay. distinguish from, from That's this. Different. That's way different than suddenly, like, I'm looking at three scientists with their stick in my brain, and then suddenly there's a fourth person in the room, and it's me just watching and just wringing his hands. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that may have been the case, too. I, I don't know. Maybe it's different for each character. So... What, what I'm going to put out there, and this is totally my own theory, mm-hmm. is that you notice that a lot of these guys that this is that these doppelgangers are having to do are artists, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I, you know, an artist's job is basically to put yourself in someone else's shoes constantly mm-hmm. to just con- imagine what that other person is like. So maybe those people are more prone to, to that malfunctioning and then they'll see this hallucination of themselves coming to get them. That's deep, man. It is deep. I like I like more my theory mm-hmm. about Andrew UK being kidnapped and killed by the Taco Bell people. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the hard truth. Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to just leave it on that thought? I mean, the doppelganger thing is is very interesting. I would love to know anyone that's listening if you have a doppelganger story that you think is really interesting and different than these, other than just I saw a man on the street and he looked like me. If there's a different one, uh, more than just a celebrity replacement. Like, let us know. Let us know if there's one we're, we're missing or we're yeah. Go ahead and for it. email us at uh, paranoiashop at gmail.com. We've totally made up that email already. Yes, we have. I did. Oh, did we? Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> glad did. we did. Or you could like, or you could tweet at us. Uh, you could tweet at Twitter. You could use Twitter and tweet at uh, at me. I'm I'm Quantum Theory. Q U A N D T U M Theory. Uh, Aaron is good Aaron. Sorry to speak for you so much. That's fine. I'm just rapping. I just feel like this is... I feel like I want to end. I'm done talking to you. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think doppelgangers are... If anything, they're going to be of a sentient race that's trying to take us one by one. More pod person seems way more likely than yep. spectral beings that want anything to do with us. And I, I'm banking on the, the doppelgangers being a time traveler from the future, being yourself, coming back and looking that's at your fun. own sad... That's kind of fun. Your sad life. I think at one point, though, I, like, I would walk by myself as my, my future self. My, my present self, I would walk by my present self. Just go, hang in there, buddy. Like just whispered in the, hang in, just like like hand on the back. But like, then now it's just butterfly effect. No, no, it, but but then you just like and as soon as you do it, you just feel a little bit better. Like one, yeah. one, one wrinkle on your face instantly just goes away. But a butterfly effect, and then you wind up just like you know what? I do deserve to start doing methamphetamines today. Yeah, this really messes up Looper. And then you just run away as an old man. <laughs> Uh, all right, so just to close this out, we're going to do a quick little reading. From, oh, yeah, we should explain this for sure. Uh, in the 1960s, there was a man named the Amazing Criswell. You may have heard of him. And he no, you was, haven't. You may have heard of him, though, because he was in a lot of Ed Wood's old movies. Oh, okay. Uh, he's at the beginning of the movie Plan 9 from Outer Space, but he was a real supposed psychic that made a whole host of predictions that all turned out to be absolutely wrong. Uh, or right. Depending. As far as we we don't know, we haven't checked. Have we have we researched all of these predictions? Well, they they end abruptly at the year two thousand uh, when the world ends. So they cover how many years though? Uh, I think nineteen sixty five to the year two thousand. Is he he's still not alive? I assume he's dead. No, he died. He died. But uh, we have here uh one of his predictions from his great book called Criswell Predicts. Oh, well, very simply titled. Yes. So without uh. Further ado, we present our little segment here. Criswell predicts this week. The Prince of Darkness, 1976 to 1988. Along the highway of life, we are still to meet the greatest despot of the 20th century, who will be known as the Prince of Darkness. From the plains of Asia will come this disciple of the devil and spread his power across the land and the sea. And the Prince of Darkness will turn back the clock a thousand years. He'll return women to a life of slavery and servitude. Gone will be the vows of marriage, the right to vote, and the power of choice. This tyrant of mankind will force woman to become a public prostitute and servant of the state. And he will alone enjoy the monies of their shame. 
But this demon of greed will not stop at the humiliation of women. He will enter the house of God with a torch and saber, and he will remove the name of God from the books and from the tongues that dare to speak it. Then after a span of thirteen years, he will be overthrown. The period of his infamous rule will be from 1975 to 1988. Suck it, women. You get the straw. You get the wrong side of the road. Short straw. Men are alright, though. Yeah, suck it. Alright, thanks for listening. This has been Paranoia Shop. Goodbye.